Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. Oh, and he's already yawning. I we're know. off to a good start. Yeah, that's how we do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're uh, we're releasing this a little bit late this week. You know, maybe we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll pick up at, towards the end of the week because it's Christmas. It's getting to Christmas. We just had a a raging party. <laughs> I don't know about raging, but yes, we had a party. Well, just here's the thing. You know, I'll I'll say this much: it's raging because it's a dog wearing a mask in that. It's creepy because it kind of <laughs> looks like it works. And I'm like, that could be like a human face under there. Oh, that poor puppy. We had a party. And it's one of those things where they're pre- preparing for a party. My God, like, it's so much work. And just getting everything in order. And I'm glad we had it. it. Yeah, it's I'm just, glad It too. is a lot of work. And I'm just, I'm exhausted. My I'm my eyes are all like dry and shit. So I'm kind of out of it. We had a lot of delicious food. I didn't drink enough. Really? I should have drank more. Oh. Yeah, we got we, we got plenty of booze left over though. We got plenty yeah. of macarons. <laughs> we just <laughs> just had nothing but macarons. So many. No, it was uh, it was cool. It was good. It's good times. I, I was telling somebody the other day, like I like the holidays, but I also hate them. Yeah, because it just it's so much like between from like Halloween on. Yeah, it's just like a sprint. Usually the fall just feels like a big sprint. Yeah, for us in general, but like. Especially towards the time of the end of the year until like, you know, till New Year's. It's been pretty wild. So we're uh, doing our best between now and the end of the year to get, make sure we got episodes because we have Christmas books to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have to see if I can dig up the Hanukkah book. We uh, did get some assistance from our listener friend, uh, Russell Bragg. Mm. I believe he sent us a... Uh, he did. He sent us a list of uh, possible Hanukkah books. So we'll have to dig into that and see if we have any. Yeah, I wonder if we do. Well, we I'll, might. I will say this much. So we're doing a, a book today that's the first book we're doing off of the DC Universe app. Oh, very exciting. And there's a lot on there to really sink your teeth into. So it's very possible that, you know, we'll talk more about this later. I'll talk more about it later, but it's very possible just having, we might have some access to some of these books. I'm kind of hoping that's going to be the the case. I don't know if we've done a lot of like comic book stuff. Well, we watched the Wonder Woman trailer. Mm-hmm. It came out a little, did it come out last week? Yeah. I saw it and I don't know exactly what the hell's going on in it. I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll sure I'll figure it out. But it just feels... I haven't been keeping up. So this is part of the thing where since I'm not reading about any of the behind the scenes stuff, any of the... Basically anything. All I know is it's being made. I honestly have no idea what it's about. It's set in the 80s for some reason. I don't get uh, that. Which I don't know why. Maybe they'll tell us. It's set in the 80s. Kristen Wiig is in it. She's going to be Cheetah. Pedro Pascal is in it. And he's Maxwell Lord. That's literally all I know about it. I don't know why Maxwell Lord's in it. I don't know. She's got that cool gold suit like she had in the comics. That's neat. With like the wings and shit. So where where did that gold suit come from? Oh, like in the movie or in the yeah, comics? No, in the comics. I don't remember ever wearing it's that. It's in it. Yeah, it is. That, is it like a new thing? Mm, I don't know. Because I only know like her being, you know, obviously her traditional costume. And I remember the bike shorts, you know, and I know of all of her ones from the... Uh, you know, from the new 52 and all that, but I don't know. I mean, unless if it was a, a different uh, outfit, it looks good. It looks like a good movie. I mean, I'm certain it'll probably be a lot. It, the trailer for me, for me, didn't 
do a whole lot for it, a whole, whole lot for me mm-hmm. uh, initially to get me excited. There was something about the way, especially in the first part of the trailer. I haven't watched it since last week, but there's a feel to it where it's like a, it's like a thriller. Like it's it not, it doesn't feel like way. a comic book movie. And, and I mean, maybe that, that's going to be okay. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that doing something different, you know, but it's something, it's a little bit off putting for a Wonder Woman movie to be like that, mm-hmm. you know, especially because, you know, you do these movies, you know, you do like a Wonder Woman movie and the last one was so, you know, like a, such a sweeping epic of, you know, Amazons and stuff like that. And this one feels much more, uh, you know, much more localized. Yeah, we'll see. You know, it comes out what? Does it come out in the summer? Is that is that what we're waiting for? I, or is, is it sooner? April or May, maybe. So uh, I'm just reading an article po- uh, So on Polygon.com. It says, though rarely worn, Wonder Woman's eagle armor has appeared in multiple DC comics where it looks almost exactly like the version in the movie. For something so seemingly gaudy and impractical, its origins can be traced back to Alex Ross. Okay, so is it from like the Kingdom Come? Yeah, kind of I think that might have been where it showed up for the first time. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Ross is on the look for he and Mark Waite's Kingdom Come mini series. The design was so striking that it had to make its way to the comics. Um, but again, you don't see it that often. I'm eager to see it. I think it'll be cool. But I'm really trying to avoid all that, you know, getting hung up on the reporting and the well, maybe oh, yeah. this is happening. Yeah. That's have I I can't do it anymore. When's the next Marvel movie? I always forget. Uh, I don't know. Is, is it this, Black Widow? Is, is it's not Black Widow, is it? Oh, I don't know. Is there something in between? I can look. Yeah, well, just looking that up, I want to talk about Disney Plus has been actually very good to me lately mm-hmm. because I've been having a chance to revisit the Iron Man and Fantastic Four cartoons from the... Uh, no, no, it is Black Widow, May twenty, May 1st, 2020. Oh, and really? then the Eternals in November. Oh, Eternals is all the way in November? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're still working on that, so. And Wonder Woman is June 5th. June 5th. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, I've been having a chance to watch Disney Plus and watch, uh, we watch The Mandalorian. Mandalorian's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Definitely check it out this week. I, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. Not because it's all zeitgeisty because of the Baby Yoda business. But the I think the episode I've really been enjoying just every episode. I mean, I have they're not too. they're not all of them are great, but there's, there's something a couple unique where I'm about like, all of them. Meh. Uh, yeah. There's been a couple where I'm like, but none of them. I I haven't seen an episode yet where I'm like, fuck this, man. Yeah. You know, I, I've watched them all, and every one of them I found enjoyable, even though there are some that I don't like as much as the others. I really, and I'm not even a huge Star Wars person. No, no. but I really do like this kind of like this is just the world we live in, and here's a story from it mm-hmm. that doesn't have anything. To, and this might prove me wrong, but we're not dealing with you're related to Luke Skywalker and you're, you know what I mean? Like none of that shit's going on. It's just a guy who lives in this world. That's what I like. I don't need everybody being fucking related to like the big players. So I'm hoping that's not going to happen here. Because it could be like, the Mandalorian is Luke Skywalker's, you know, th- brother. And who knows? Like Steve Skywalker. It's Steve Skywalker. <laughs> or like, Baby Yoda is, you know, Yoda's child or some shit. I just want it to be like, he's a race of the Yoda people. Zach Ryder, on, his, on the podcast this week, mm-hmm. his podcast, he talked about, uh, he thinks that Baby Yoda is just a clone of original Yoda somehow. And that's kind of like what we're... I was thinking that it was just going to be like this weird time paradox that it was like actual Yoda as a child 
who or it's going to be actual Yoda, but the only way for the Mandalorian to keep him safe is to send him back in time or some bullshit. And that would make me angry. Yeah, pretty much. He's going to put him in a DeLorean (laughs) and he's going to be like, back to the future with like doc brown's gonna show up he's gonna hand him baby yoda and they're just gonna drive away i'm now just imagining fan art of the mandalorian <laughs> handing doc brown baby yoda just, just handing him through the window and it just it just it just, it just says the end you know i'll <laughs> <laughs> kind of laughing about that but yeah. at least i i dug into uh some of the spider-man uh not the spider-man the uh iron man cartoon from the 90s because i used to watch some of that mm-hmm. uh for a while like i think when it first started like because it was like it was and it was also on like seven in the morning oh. i had to get up at like saturday on saturdays at yeah. seven in the morning that was in always the, annoying. in the, in the mid 90s uh you know when uh you know i was doing footballs and shit and footballs footballs and then i had to wake up and i had to i want to watch the cartoons so i had to wake up at seven just to cat or i think it was like eight or something but it was it was a hard it was a hard watch yeah in that, at that time you know because it was just like I had to get up and I had, you know I, I was so tired it tired but also like I was adamant about watching it right so uh, but it's nice though that they're all up on the uh, uh, the the plus network the Disney plus it's a pretty corny ass cartoon mm. uh, actually to even add that into it and we've, we I mentioned this to you the other day is that you know X Men. Mm-hmm. We were watching some of the X-Men cartoon. Yeah. Like, the animation, obviously, is of its time. You know, it's just what but it is. But it's so much better than, like, the Fantastic Four or the Iron Man cartoons that we were watching. Yeah, the X-Men animation is a little bit better. The stuff in the, the – especially the Fantastic Four cartoon does not – Oh, it's bad. Does not hold up. The Iron Man cartoon is a little bit better. Yeah. But the storylines and the just the dialogue in it is pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun. But it's fun to watch. In that sense, and I really uh, I, I mentioned to you, and maybe we'll do this next year, is we'll do a watch of some of these episodes of some Would of these shows. Yeah, maybe at least X Men, and That'd just report on it. So I think that's there's a lot to dig in there and you know talk about. Yeah, for it being you know at the time it was you know a '90s cartoon. It was supposed to be like the kid cartoon. Mm-hmm. Shit's dark as fuck. Oh yeah, people are getting killed. There's well, a lot you, of mourning going on in the very first people episode. People who can't fucking deal with the death, yeah, of morph, which is first episode. And I always remember it, but I didn't remember. Like I don't think it dawned on me back then that that was really fucked up. Well, just only that, but also like, okay, so you had the Sentinels. Yeah, like in this episode, the first, the first episode, I think is like the it's like the two part of the Night of the Sentinels, mm-hmm. and so basically you have like these giant ass Sentinels just traipsing through suburban california uh hunting down jubilee right and just taking no regard for no regard for civilians civilians property nothing and no consequences at all like the cop i don't think there's any points where the cops show up no and no, just go no, what the fuck is this robot because we're all supposed to believe that i guess the ro- the sentinels are government no issued, they're a private but they're company not, but they're not yeah, yeah, it's it, it's weird, but yeah, maybe we'll talk about that because it's kind of fun. It's been rather enjoyable. I do want to say, was it the Fantastic Four or was it the Iron Man cartoon? Where I swear to God, the only thing they ever fought were robots, but robots that look <sighs> exactly the same. Oh, was it the? I think. Oh no, it was whichever one. It had uh, Wonder Man in it. Oh wait, that's right. We watched Avengers uh united they stand yes and that one like literally they're even like grim reaper was in it or whatever yeah and he was a robot 
but he looked exactly like the robot they fought like two episodes earlier except he was pink and the other one was purple and yeah. i was like what the fuck why are there so many robots all the there? robots in that cartoon why are there so many robots all the robots in that cartoon look are some variation of of ultron yes. in some way they look so exactly just, all of them they're just different colors and you're like well, why are there so many of them yeah i'm gonna keep digging into that so uh i'm glad that that's available so i guess that's really all i wanted to talk about is yeah. there anything else we want to cover before we get to our book i don't think so all right well let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our book for this week beginning with the origin of his comic book fandom and ending with the destruction of the universe Professor Zoom Yukonori leads a monthly expedition through his favorite single-issue comic book stories from the Bronze Age of DC Comics. While promising unique celebrity guest perspectives in an ambitious attempt to set this program apart from other comic book review podcasts. Thrill to the imagination. Bask in the brilliance. Experience the wonder of... The Done in One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show. Discover how compressed storytelling can broaden one's mind. Listen for it wherever Fire and Water Podcast Network podcasts are networking. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Hawk and Dove, Volume 3, Number 20, from January 1991. This is, uh, I think, our second Hawk and Dove book that we've done. And uh, we're doing this one because it is uh, decidedly Christmas. Yes. And also I wanted to do something off the DC app. So here we are. Can I point out that the cover of this book looks like the poster for Die Hard? I think that's intentional. Of course it is. It's absolutely intentional because Die Hard came out in 1988. So there's a wreath. Mm Mm-hmm. A big wreath. It says Season's Greetings. And inside of that wreath is a big tower. Uh, says, We Are Toys on it. Uh-huh. Uh, Hawk's head, like, behind that tower. No, that's, Do- that's Dove. Oh, I'm sorry. Dove's head behind that tower, much like Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Yeah. And then coming out of the center of the We Are Toys building is a huge explosion and a bunch of people. It's a, yeah, it's a bunch of the, the villains of the book who end up being, like... Kind of like a, mu- a, a Ninja Turtles parody well no no they're not the villains those are the here the quote oh heroes. that's right the villains are the guy people dressed up like the the christmas sort of icons of sorts yeah oh like know? there's like a weird guy in a snowman costume where i'm just like how are you moving yeah because we'll just, talk about that when we see it you shouldn't be as nimble in that but you got like no. a santa you got a santa you got a nutcracker you got some elves you got another toy soldier it's like if a bunch of mascots decided to rob a mall <laughs> and that's literally what this book is <laughs> oh man that sounds great yeah i feel like that's been done before i'm sure it must have been i feel like that's been like a, the, the premise of like some like but they're extremely limber mascots even though they're in those fucking suits yeah it's like like a bunch of furries so on this one it says 40 aisles of sheer terror i'm sorry i want to say i wish it was sheer terror 40 aisles 40 aisles of sheer adventure and at the top it says when the Going gets tough. The tough go shopping. How hard? How many floors is the building in Die Hard? Forty. 
Oh, I don't know. I, I don't sp- actually remember. We're definitely trying to go for a Die Hard vibe. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, even back then, people were swearing up and down that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is. Uh, 100%, actually, 100% it's Christmas. It is also- Much like Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. <laughs> it takes place at Christmas. It's a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, no, we. I think we might need to... I think. I feel like we need to get back on our Christmas viewing. We do. Because here's the thing. We used to have it where... We haven't done... I don't think we've done it for the past couple of years, but we used to have it where we watch... Oh, yeah, we had, like, a whole thing. Well, we watched... We'd always watch The Always Sunny christmas special mm-hmm. and then there was also uh the justice league uh, yep. one with john going to superman's, superman's house. house or whatever to go and, see the clark the kent's for christmas yes which uh, is it's just a, that's such a great episode. it is a really good episode we also have the brave and the bold one where red tornado wants to know about christmas yes and he like wears a sweater yes <laughs> Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it, but there was... but There yeah. was also... there's a Wasn't there a Batman animated one we used to watch? I don't know if we watched it. I mean, I know it's... There is a few. There, I mean, there's got to be at least two, right? I think there's a, definitely one. And it's the one where, like, Robin wants Batman to, like, sit down and watch It's a, it's a Wonderful Life. life. Yeah. And he goes, it's not relentlessly cheerful, is it? And I'm just like, oh, Batman, how I love you so much. Well, we should add that because we do have the DC app. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that'll make it easier for us just to find it. Because I thought I had the DVD of the Brave and the Bold one. I don't have it anymore. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, I want to do that. And uh, Batman Returns. Would be a great addition to that. So, Hawk and Dove, Volume 3, Number 20 from January 1991. Start off, Dove is in her house or in her apartment. I think she lives with her mom. Okay, okay so, this is what I couldn't figure out if she was in high school or college. So, actually, let me, let, me, uh, let me set the thing here. Her and Hawk. They hate both, each other. Well, Hawk isn't really too fond of her. They, they don't seem to like each other. They don't seem to like each other. And also, she's, she's replacing Hawk's brother, who was the original Dove, who was killed in... Uh, crisis. RPD. So, but they both are students at Georgetown. I think. Oh, this makes sense. Georgetown University or something like that. So there's a weird locker room scene in here. We'll talk about uh, it. Dove's uh, sitting there and she's like, snowing. "Well, she's at home and she's supposed to go to some party." Mm-hmm. So her mom's going out to like do whatever her mom does. I guess her mom has like a career or something. So her mom's leaving and she's like, "Okay, well, you know, don't." get into trouble and she's like i won't and, and her mom says something to her like your eyes are turning brown because like she's indicating she's like saying that she's full of shit because she's like okay don't look at your <laughs> yeah don't look at the presents before oh yeah you know, don't look at the presents even though i told you what closet they're in just fucking wrap up if you don't want her to look at them and she's like oh i'm not gonna look at them and she's like honey your eyes are turning brown <laughs> Because they're you're filling. so full of shit, your entire body is filling up with shit. Your eyes are filling with shit. <laughs> I can tell how full of shit you are by the brownness of your eyes. That's what I'm going to say to somebody when I would think they're full of shit and be like, "Your eyes are turning brown." What if we already have brown eyes though? We're always full of shit. We were born full of shit. I, I'm. I, yeah. Congratulations to both of us. So uh, her mom takes off. Dove's like, well, I'm kind of... Yeah, she's like, oh, man, I got four hours to this party. And instead of, like, sleeping or, like, watching TV, she's like, I guess I'll just, like, during the Christmas season, I'll just go hang out at the mall or something. Well, she starts singing the Batman Jingle Bells team, which uh, the Batman spells. Jingle Bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, Batmobile lost her wheel and Joker got away. Hey. I didn't know that was canon within the DC Universe. Oh, yeah. And they they actually even sing it in the uh, animated Mm. series. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. 
So uh, yeah, so she's we get the title line, you know, where she says when the tough go, t- when she thinks to herself when the t- going gets tough, the tough go shopping, and she goes to the busiest mall I've ever seen in my entire life. It's a fucking nightmare. It looks like a stadium. It looks like a stadium because you could. It, that's it, how many people are there. It looks like a goddamn stadium. It's drawn in such a way that like it just looks so claustrophobic it, it literally looks like these people are waiting for a sporting event to happen there's that's how many people are drawn in the background i can never- like because there's like levels so yeah. you see these people in the levels and it really just looks like a stadium <sighs> and i'm sorry i'm like why did you do that instead of just reading a fucking book what are you doing why did you leave the house <laughs> i mean that's what, that's what i always think why did you leave the house also too there's this toy soldier here that's like welcomes Creepy. her to there and he's just kind of staring at her and apparently this is a just a toy store just we are toys why is it's this... just a toy store oh my god right this makes me sick <laughs> <laughs> I just think about this because we, we went out today. We went out to uh, Larimer Square. Yep. To uh, visit like a like a there was like a little there. outdoor market, and you know there's a few things. You know, there's people out there, and then it was we cold. went to like a nut. Yeah, it was cold, and then we went to uh, there was like down the street there was a Bavarian or like a like a German one because it had like you know Sinterklaas or whatever, and like that. You know how oh, I can't remember. I think it's the Netherlands where they have like the women who wear the candles. Yeah. Yeah, they had one of those ladies. Okay. And it was called like the Chris Crindle Market or something. Yeah. We went to it and it's like, it has a fence around it. So it's just all these fucking people. And it really wasn't even that crowded. It was just because it was just all fenced in and very close together. Yeah. You couldn't move. So that made me very uncomfortable. That made me uncomfortable because I just, I don't like outdoor crowds like that. I mean, I could, there's certain instances where I could deal with crowds. But sometimes, especially when it's cold. You know, when when the elements are against you and just everybody's just kind of like traipsing around and there's not a lot of space to walk. I don't like it. Nope. I look at this and I would rather I would rather move across the country five times in a row, (laughs) which is also something you hate. But I hate I would do that rather than go to this store. Yeah. A toy store. There's no way. Filled with a mass of people. There's no way. Because, I mean, look, I understand. How do you look at anything? The floor. I don't even see any product. There's no product, just people. I just see people. Oh my god, people are a product. Oh, oh. Do you buy humans here? Nice. So oh, no. Uh, it's a dystopia. And so the, they even got a stage in here and stuff. This feels like a bad dream of mine. It's a fucking nightmare. So the story is officially called A Babe in Toyland. Stupid. Well, also, too, did you catch this comment where Dove talks about she pulled a prank? Oh, yeah. She says, I haven't stopped in. She should have been arrested for something. Yeah, she says, I haven't stopped in to see their displays since Alec and I pulled that little prank in their Paris store. Thank God, Mom's State Department connections and diplomatic immunity. So, I was like, what the fuck did you do? I'm imagining she a bunch of people were killed in some sort of or, septic, septic mishap. Yeah, or either something. that or there was an awful lot of property damage and she should be doing some sort of time in a Paris prison. But her mom, much like the parents of any rich child, got them out of trouble. Yeah, I kind of wish there was an episode. There won't be any consequences for you. We have money. I kind of I kind of wish there was an, uh, an issue of this where she goes to like some other country and then it's just like she gets extradited. <laughs> And then that's how the series ends because she ends up in like prison like that girl in Italy. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Just awful shit happening. Mm-hmm. She ends up in the gulag. So they got this ballerina. Is that, is that a statue or is that an actual woman? It's a woman because doesn't she like end up like fighting later? Oh, is she part of this crew? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's so, a Santa. So there's a Santa. There's an elf. 
people are waiting to see santa and santa's like i'm going on break the kid's mad he's like don't worry because here come the what are they called super powered samurai saurians so they call them like saurians saurians so they're basically like dinosaurians yeah so they call them sars because there's like a short a short name that they refer to them as saurians i think it's just sours sars 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 like dinosaur sars the disease yes they refer to them as the disease because they they are gonna get sars no because they're like hey wait till you see the sars and it's s-a-u-r-s sars dinosaurs sars sars so there's a snowman standing there and they're like hey kids here comes you know your your favorite what are supposed to be ninja turtles but they're just dinosaur ninjas ninja dinosaurs but they're also named after presidents yeah instead of artists there's uh jefferson roosevelt and i forgot some of the other ones there's only four of them it's very upsetting well there's one called taft (laughs) (laughs) it's also one called hoover hoover harding my favorite it's my favorite sar what a harding harding sar hard (laughs) what's a president no one remembers harding (laughs) weren't you hurting fair fair (laughs) i mean take your pick zachary taylor anybody care about him Mm -mm. no james k polk oh yeah chester a arthur sure donald trump (laughs) fortunately too many people care about him so yeah so there's like a billion people and all of a sudden here come these guys in dinosaur costumes and they got like knives and shit and they're like, yeah, oh the my SARS, god, the SARS, yeah, the SARS. Oh my god, here they are, isn't it great? And everybody's like, yay, yay, and all the kids are excited. Um, and then in we cut to like the back, yeah, and there's like a bunch of security dudes sitting there, like doing nothing, just like drinking coffee. And an elf comes and throws like a steaming package on them, which I'm assuming is knockout gas. Yeah, they get knocked out. Oh, apparently instead of pizza, they love nachos. Because they're singing a song talking about, like, Nachos. coming from Mount Rushmore to your neighborhood because <laughs> they're <laughs> fucking dead presidents <laughs> as dinosaur ninjas. <laughs> and they love nachos. Nachos? Na- What's a nacho? Do you ever know people that pronounce nacho nacho? No, because those people are incorrect. My How white are those people? Father Joey of my family. Ref- oh, would, would very say- white. What? I said, how white are those people that they say nacho instead of nacho? It's a nacho. It's pretty uh, jarring when you hear somebody say nacho. Well, yeah. It's kind of like when you order a quesadilla. No. You you have so often said quesadilla as a joke that now you just call it a quesadilla. I say a lot of things. And I, I yell at you. There's like, been a lot of times that I've, say, I've said a lot of things as jokes. And then you forget how it's actually pronounced. And now it's just how I say it. Yeah, it's very upsetting. So it's, it is pretty upsetting because I've, 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 I've regressed. You have because you're like, we'll go to Chipotle and you're like, yeah, I want the pico de gallo. And I'm like. I think I've always said pico de gallo It's like gallo. I don't think I've ever said it, Gallo. Well, learn. <laughs> <laughs> Angry wife gets mad at Sean, husband's pronunciation of Gallo. It's wrong. Gallo. All right, 2020. Well, 2020. That's 2020 the year. Is 2020 the year. is the year. Sean the pronounces people to Gallo. Gallo. Gallo, right. Gallo. <laughs> I'm going to practice by going Can to Can I get some nachos and some pico de Gallo like, with a quesadilla? <laughs> sir you need to leave sir get out <laughs> get out we don't serve those things so apparently in this uh the store 
you know, we, we see that there's a, the security's getting gassed and these people dressed as toy soldiers with guns mm-hmm. apparently are shutting down everything. Uh-huh. They, they shut, they, they, they close the gates, but they're also like using like lingo. Like they close the gates and they're, you know, and they're talking to their walk, talk, walkie talkies. They're like, we're gift wrapped. Yeah. They have like, I'm like, you're committing a crime, dude. They have Christmas code words. Oh man. I still kind of don't understand what their purpose is, but... Well, I think that we kind of learned that there's, like, two purposes in a way. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, as we learn, there... What somebody... Like, I think the Santa worked for... The the guy that plays a Santa worked for the guy that runs the store, and they didn't get paid properly. But then there's also a thing about a guy that used to be a toy maker... That's doing. That's a part of this group. And here's this uh, frosty. I mean, he literally looks like he's just wearing. You know the inflatable snowmen that you see on people's lawns. Mm-hmm. He just looks like he's wearing one of those. And I don't know how he's moving at all. And he's like carrying a flamethrower. Yeah. Um. And he tied up some people. He tied up some plainclothes police officers. Apparently. Apparently, those guys are wandering around. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know how you point them out. You know, he just you're just like, oh, I guess you're a police officer. So yeah, so Santa's up there throwing out a bunch of toys. Oh, Lincoln, there's another. Lincoln's another one. Mm-hmm. So we got Lincoln, Roosevelt, Jefferson, and I don't know who the other one is. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out. So yeah, so we get that. Near, okay, here's the barrel, ballerina who's like flying around on like a trapeze mm-hmm. thing, but she's also like still doing this as the dinosaur guys are dancing. Yeah. So she, but she's part of this like group of guys. Yeah, she's part of this crew. Which, by the also by the way, the dino, the the dino, the SARS uh, head, headquarters is one hundred and twenty five dollars on sale. This is nineteen ninety one money. Oh shit! So we're we're uh, that's a pretty penny. That's fucking expensive. Then we got like a creepy Nutcracker, and this is kind of when Dove starts realizing something's wrong. Yeah, so Dove's kind of you know she's she's being uh, she's you know watching things, and one of and this this was when the uh, yeah this is the ballerina hits. Hits the pterodactyl of the group. Right. I'm assuming that was uh, Grant. I think Santa puts uh, a gun in one of the other turtle, like turtles, dinosaurs' faces, which is actually a very funny picture. Well, he puts in his face and he says Carla Bunka, because, you know, we're not saying Cowabunga. McClunky. McClunky. Yeah, McClunky. McClunky. Chaos is abound here. Why they're beating up the dinosaurs, though, I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, because it's kind of like real ninjas. But that's the thing. I'm like, they're distracting the entire crowd. Like right now, you can do the robbing, and no one's going to notice. You've already subdued the cops and the security in the back. You have a perfect distraction. Well, the idea is that they're going to rob everybody in the audience too. So. Oh, this it's just too much for a scheme. Yeah. Like you have to set on one scheme. You can't make your schemes too big. Like do one solid scheme. You're gonna walk away. Look at it. it's so crowded. Imagine the money you're gonna walk off with in the back. Yeah, right. That's a better scheme than trying to like throw in all these variables. Yeah, I think you would. These these villains are just bad villains. Just they bad. need a better mastermind. There's no ho-ho way out. Yeah, because Santa just shoots a gun into the air of an extremely crowded area. Oh, then, then and, Frosty shoots a bunch of fire yeah, across their heads. And then fucking Frosty's just unloading his flamethrower into the crowd. Like the Mandalorian. I'm surprised he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, so now they're just robbing people, like, doing petty stuff. And then and Dove becomes Dove. So Dove, Dove gets her. I thing. guess Dove just says Dove, and yeah. then she's in her costume. Yeah, they could just say Dove. I also think Hawk and Dove is kind of a dumb gimmick. It is a dumb gimmick. Okay. Actually, before we get to what's going on there, this is where we cut to the, to the well, locker room Well, that's right. Scene. Then we cut to the locker room where, like, Hawk is hanging out with his buddies. 
and he's like, I don't know, he just got from the gym or he just got done doing a game. And it's like him and who's this guy, Henry or Harry? Oh, God, I forgot. So Hank. The name. Well, Hank, well, Hank's Hawk. Hank's Hawk. And then there's the other guy in the glasses. They got a buddy. Yeah, I forgot what his name So is. they're like sitting there. And then all of a sudden we start talking about this other guy like sending his suit out, his superhero suit out. Because so like there's a garment bag and Hawk is like, oh, dude, you're not going to wear a tux to Donna's party. This is the party that all they're all supposed to be going to he goes no it's not a tux it's my mysterious alter ego costume the black russian and i'm like what but is he actually a superhero i don't think so is this a joke like it's so out of place and there's no context since i don't know who this guy is yeah and since i haven't been reading it i'm just like okay i don't know yeah did you are you in is he in a locker room full of other superheroes i don't know they're just in a georgetown locker room that's it okay and they're just hanging out you know hank's like oh are you really you're not really a superhero are you because you know because nobody knows that he's hawk right because now we got the elf who i think is the one of the people that because like the manager of the store is like oh you worked for me for seven years as an elf it's like what's the you know why are you doing this she's like well i ain't making enough money so they're basically like we're gonna rob everybody here this Mm -hmm. is how it's gonna be so I think they are robbing the majority of the money from the store because they're talking – because they decided to go there when all the people were there yeah, doing the dinosaur – you know, for the dinosaur rage. So this is where Dove shows up and she gets in to uh, fight in, the, in that office. So this is – okay, this is where it gets even weirder. Right. Because now, like, somebody's on the phone calling the cops and then the guy – one of the guys dressed as a nutcracker is like – you don't know me, but I'm one of those guys. I'm a guy that used to do a toy line, and uh, you know now you you owe me, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cause some shit. But this is where Dove shows up, and she's like, I got one of your guys, and Dove, you know, she you know, they're shooting at her, and basically like they rob everybody in the audience, and they realize that nobody has any cash on them because it's <laughs> it's the '90s, man. Nobody's got any cash. Everybody's got cards, right? This is what so, we do. Apparently there's a chopper coming too. Apparently this oh, well, is again die hard. You got to get a fucking chopper. We're die hard in here. I think this is where the nutcracker grabs. Yeah, he just jumps out of a window. It's just weird. It just kind of this whole thing just kind of goes to shit. Yeah, well, it all goes to shit. There's all a bunch of guns. You know, I don't know. Who's, who's what's going on here? Who's, I think people are. Dove has like one of those dart guns, and she starts shooting one of the nutcrackers. Yeah, and she's like, "Make my holiday." Oh, Which is just stupid. And then, then Frosty with his fucking flamethrower. Flamethrower, like a fucking monster, like a maniac. Like he just burns everybody up. This thing should burn to the ground at this point. Yeah, this place should and be. Everyone full of smoke. should be dead. Anyways, yeah. And how and how this Frosty is moving so quickly. That's how any of them are. It's very uh it's very uh weird. Yeah, so Dove gets in there and she douses him with some water but now this is where the santa shows santa's up. santa's trying to shoot somebody in the face well, santa's got the boss or the the, the main guy the one of the nutcrackers he has his mask off he looks like you know lex luther the uh-huh. bald ass guy and he's like look man this guy forced me to do this because he, he decided to go with all the robots and the dinosaur figures and not actually do the toys that i did yeah the guy's like hey maybe if you updated your line Maybe you wouldn't have this problem. Right. Things just go to shit here. Dove is like, look, don't do this. You're Santa with a gun. Don't shoot. Dove convinces him to not shoot. 
And she gets his gun, and they're just kind of like Santa's like, all right, well, we're we're done here. This is where the ballerina she comes charging at her, right? And Dove just shoots the gun and knocks down like a chandelier or something, or, or or actually she shoots a like a, oh, like a decoration, like she a shoots giant a snowflake, like a giant snowflake, which for all intents and purposes should impale this woman. Yeah. Oh no, she should be a hundred percent dead. Like she should be friggin' But she just falls back. Halved. There's still more like police and oh that's right those are she we're dealing with this because the police finally show up and dove's like yeah i already took care of this right and the police chief is like oh okay i got a mullet and there's this joke in here where he's like he's like yeah i love those dinosaurs i collect them all and he's like oh i guess for my nephew and it's like no you can collect them for yourself anyways so she you know and so they're flirting because they're a couple they end up being a couple Right. Like uh, Dawn or Dove ends up being a couple with this mulleted police guy. And uh, so now we go to this party. Dawn finally shows up. Lo and behold, well, Frank's Hank's there. And Hank's, there's a girl that they used to be with. What, that he used to date? They used to date that's not at this party and that they, they've had some issues with. Or he's had some issues with that, like just some something happened in a previous issue of this comic. This girl got abducted or possessed. So they have some issues. So he's wondering where she is. And everybody thinks that like Dove and Hawk are together. Right. Because they really spend not. so much time together. And isn't it like somebody gets mad at Hawk because he they overheard Dove and Hawk talking about something? There's some sort of mystical thing going on. Sure. And some sort of place where they ended up having like some sort of connection to that. And now they're trying to kind of recover from that, I guess. Dawn gets whisked away. She gets to meet the Donna's who's hosted the party. She gets to meet her brother's college's roommate, uh, who ends up being the mulleted police officer. Oh, no. She kind of is like, oh, this is an interesting thing because we're all meeting each other and it's very weird. It's a party. It's the holidays. It's a part. It's a '90s party written in a DC comic. Right. The reason why this is taking me kind of slow. I'm it's, kind of, it's, 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 I'm type tapping the thing, and I'm like, eh, eh. Yeah. Hawk gets to home and he puts it, he plugs in his new answering machine, and there's a answering machine message that's already recorded on there from this girl Ren. He's like, oh, cool. Ren's not mad at me after all this shit that went down in this space thing that we had. Maybe I should go find her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes outside and he clobbers a woman with the door, and it turns out to be this Ren woman. Right. And. Then we just get a nice moment where they say, hey, everything's cool. It's the holidays. I like you. You like me. Happy holidays. And they kiss. Yep. The end. That is the end of Hawk and Dove number 21 from January 1991. Do you want to find out what else is going on with Hawk and Dove? No. Yeah, I don't know either. They're not really that interesting. Yeah. And it's like, well, also, too, I mean, look, it's a holiday book. So you're not really getting like the A stories from it right i feel like a lot of times the holiday holiday stories aren't meant to be serious like they'll be no they'll be fun but they're not meant to be like super serious i kind of wish that lady got impaled that would have made this book yeah i think that would have been great in there just all of a sudden she just gets like a like a snowflake through her body and it's just just it's just dove going back to this party it's like just being really spooked out pulling hank aside it's like 
I can't believe it. I killed a woman and Hank has to hug her and everybody gets mad because they think they're together, but they want to hook people people up with each other and don't want them to be together. There's a fight that breaks out. Somebody knocks over the punch and everybody has to leave the party. Nothing good happens in this book. And that's the last, that would be the last issue of the book because somebody spilled the punch. That's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with another book. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, Angry Hero Sean on Twitter and Instagram for me. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. I'm sort of writing X-Files reviews. I haven't written one in like a month. But it's jenstansfield.wordpress.com. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get the show. Please rate, review, leave us a nice message if you can and also uh tell your friends that would be really dope so thanks again for listening folks and we'll talk to you again next time bye